Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of the podcast, Coffee All Together, where we hope to discuss absolutely everything under the sun about the booming coffee industry of India. I'm your host AJ. I've been working in the coffee industry since 2008, starting in Melbourne, and I began working with coffee businesses in India since 2016. Well, honestly, when I picked up the idea to talk about coffee altogether, I really did not know where to start, mainly because it's such a vast industry. and there's so many different sides to the business but hey we all got to start somewhere more importantly before the pandemic took over our lives a good amount of my time was spent talking to consumers at the cafe making them try all the new crazy coffee that we had so there was conversations flowing ideas bouncing um but with covid all around us i think it's just best to sit on a chair pull up a microphone and here i am <laughs> so just a little quick uh, brief about myself i run the coffee program at altogether experimental which is a cafe in new delhi you know fairly new kids on the block i started working in melbourne in the specialty coffee scene for 8 years before packing my bags and flying down in india in 2015 and i'd be honest with you it's been one exciting journey at the juncture i'd like to state that i work with cafes and coffee companies purely out of passion for coffee i do have an alternate career but coffee is essentially passion for me i've worked mainly with companies in new delhi helping shape operations products workflows and experiments and it's been nothing but fulfilling so i guess here's to passion projects my journey with coffee has been quite a roller coaster with heaps of knowledge learning experimenting curiosity and there's a ton of excitement as a matter of fact i'm still learning new things every day still stumbling on new variables i could try new information to help me know and serve coffee better well as they say you never stop learning um and to be honest with you i i know there's a plethora of information available on the internet today on how to brew what to brew different origins different tasting notes experiments and so on and so forth and uh considering when i plunged into coffee back in 2008 there were very little resources available on the internet and it was always uh, one of uh, the mentors in the cafe or the roastery who taught you on uh, what you know um i mean i i remember the only substantial ones uh, back in 2010 uh, which were very focused on uh, coffee and uh, latte art or anything of that sort was sweet maria's website for beans and roasting and sam cora's youtube channel for uh, latte art uh, sam cora from mona coffee of course we have now come to having tons of resources on our fingertips easily accessible through our smartphones laptops internet what not um i guess This podcast could be one of those journals in which we explore the entire spectrum of the coffee industry in India. Um what what is coffee in India? How is it uh, what kinds are grown close to us in our country? How do we taste it better? How can the industry be better encouraged? Uh what mad science could you explore with it? Uh there's different brewing methods, new possibilities coming up and the possibilities again are just endless. I mean, for example, the simple question is why does coffee at home taste different? from the coffee they make at the cafe well you get the gist right also there's a really interesting project in the works something i'm very excited about and psyched to share with you in the coming days soon so let's just reserve that discussion for another day okay now let's dive right into it so coffee cherries are picked off the plant when they are either red or purple which indicate ripeness they then processed using various methods uh processing being essentially removing the skin from the cherries and the seeds are dried to a certain specific degrees 
Now the dried seeds of the cherries are the green coffee beans. That's pretty much what we brew. Uh, this, however, being a thorough agricultural product, it does not resemble anything to the coffee that we see in cafes and stores or in our shelves. The green coffee beans are then roasted in a specific machine engineered for it called the coffee roasters. Now the coffee roasters uh, and the roaster themselves use a specific set of variables which include manipulation of heat, airflow, agitation and a lot more which changes the characteristics of the green coffee beans to turn it into brown coffee. Now along with a ton of other reactions, the key chemical change which occurs in coffee roasting is the Maillard reactions which in the simplest form is a chemical reaction between amino acids and sugars in the coffee which contribute to the distinctive taste and aromas of coffee. Now, once the coffee is roasted, it's rested for a few days so the trapped carbon dioxide gets released. At this point in time, it's good to be brewed. So, in a short line, the coffee goes from the estate to the mill to the roaster and then through to the cafe or the consumer directly. Oh wait. That's not as short as we thought maybe, but the entire ecosystem around coffee works in tandem throughout the year to give us this beautiful bean we cherish and love. Of course, there are massive systems established in forms of the actors playing a part of the industry to drive it forward, making it more accessible and it is truly a consistent global product that we enjoy and relish every day. Of course, as we progress through, we shall delve deeper into the ever-growing discussion of why provenance is important for coffee, why we need transparency and traceability. I mean, to be honest with you, a lot of companies have already put in brilliant efforts to make sure that uh, the due efforts are given to the estate. There is a certain amount of quality which is demanded by the market right now. And uh, not to forget, there's so many other elements which affect the industry, such as types of coffee, varietals, the terroir and its effects on the coffee, experimental processing methods and so much more. For the next episode, we shall catch up with the coffee tasting process. I mean, everyone tastes coffee, but identifying the distinct characteristics of each coffee makes it all the more fun, enjoyable and exciting. Also importantly, it helps us identify good quality coffee from the bad. For tasting coffee, our sense of taste and sense of smell are our biggest tools. And just like any other tools, it needs sharpening. I mean, <laughs> not in the literal sense, of course. Uh, so yeah, let's try and see how to start tuning our spidey senses to capture and identify aromas, flavors, tasting notes, mouthfeel, and the whole shebang. Let us talk about the flavor wheel and what it means while tasting your favorite drink. Coffee, in case I had to say it out loud. <laughs> okay, so that is it from me today. Until the next episode, I thank you for listening. I am AJ and you can find me on Instagram at AJ underscore Coffee Ninja. You can also follow our work at the handle altogether experimental, no spaces. Keep safe and stay caffeinated people.